followers. My name is Angela. My name is Pam. And my name is Edwin. And you're listening to episode 48 of Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. Welcome back. We had a little bit of an unexpected hiatus. I may we have missed been, you. <laughs> I may have been flipping out over a few things and stressing, and they decided to give me a break for my sanity's sake. Uh, today's going to be a little bit of a uh, shorter episode because, well, I'm also reeling from second shot side effects. Yay! COVID shots. There are a whole they're, lot of... They're serious. They're serious. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a whole lot of... Fun. They'll mess you up. <laughs> yeah. But definitely worthwhile to get. Yeah. So, yeah. Angela, what... Oh, sorry. That was good. Keep going. So, Angela, what have you been up to? Um, Let's see. Aside from trying to keep my head together and... Not self-destruct, uh, you know, <laughs> writing scripts and, oh, reading more science articles. Guess what? What? Apparently T-Rexes traveled at about a turtle's pace. Like, like walking or? Yeah, like, okay. So they've been looking at the way a T-Rex would have walked to figure out what its behavior would have been like. And they're starting to think, the juvenile T-Rexes would have been the quicker ones because their their feet were narrower, their muscles were would have been a little more lean, but the older ones would have started to slow down because they've got a lot of mass and because of their uh, bone structure, and with their with their footsteps and how they splay out and you know the width of their toes, they're thinking that a T-Rex would have been most comfortable walking a little slower than human speed. So Jurassic Park was wrong. Jurassic Park was wrong. When when Dr. Malcolm goes, go faster, go faster, must go faster, go faster. Yeah. They should have just like just strided by. Yeah. Another factor that they were putting into like they they made this whole like simulation of the Tyrannosaurus Rex tail motion in a walk. Mm -hmm. They were factoring in the up and down motion. And the, I think they're looking to factor in the side-to-side -side sway, too. Mm -hmm. But it's like, the natural bounce of the tail would have been used to help them, you know, propel themselves forward. Right. And yeah, the most comfortable speed for a T-Rex would have been around three miles per hour, at according to their current studies. Like, they're still looking into it. They're still looking more mm. at, you know... The different factors. But... I don't know if I'll I buy it. Well, see, they're thinking that they're thinking that it's likely the T Rexes traveled in packs for this reason. The juveniles would have probably done the main hunting. Oh. And the older ones, you know, would have been more possibly more scavenger behavior. I was I was they just like how are... when they say respect your elders. How could you? I mean, <laughs> yeah. how could they like hunt? I'm like, obviously, they're not gonna get. Yeah, but there's get also... Get the food, because it's like they'd be too slow. It's like me trying well, to hunt a... You know, hunt a, a cheetah. There's, <laughs> it's not there's happening. Also, there's also the the uh, theory out there. I, I can't find the article on it right now. It's It was years ago where I heard the theory. There's a theory that the T-Rex 
was actually more of a scavenger. And their their build and their teeth and, and like their body structure was more built to defend what they scavenged rather than hunt it down. Uh. Like the juveniles may have done some hunting, but mm. the t- the adult T-Rex may have been more scavenger. See, I've huh. always known I I've ever since I saw Jurassic Park, <clears throat> T-Rexes didn't scare me. It's those raptors that Oh, the Velociraptor. I want one as a pet. <laughs> Those raptors freaks me out. Freak me out. <laughs> that spitting one, the one that killed Newman. <laughs> Wasn't that dinosaur made up for that movie though? No. Those existed. Oh, you're talking Apparently. the one with the frills? Yeah, the one. And then there's a the one spitting. with the fan around. Yeah. Yeah, it's the one that killed Newman. The... I yeah, I think um, I think that one is a theoretical one. Oh. So the, it was probably based on a real fossil, but it's most of what we've got on dinosaurs is theory. Yeah, you know what? Right. It's <laughs> how are we supposed to know what dinosaurs are? They've been gone for like sixty-six million years or whatever, and right. everything is just. I'm guessing they're about as I think they're about as good as 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 they're about as scientific as as an archaeology and you know what they said about archaeology in Indiana Jones you know it's not an exact science it's more like art so and, <laughs> and yet there are people out there who honestly believe that they hunted actual dinosaurs for Jurassic Park Okay, I've, I've I can't. I've seen the memes. I've seen the memes. Okay, I, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I... So does that mean that there may be, like, a fossil of a dinosaur, that we just haven't discovered yet? Oh, there's tons of fossils of dinosaurs that we haven't discovered yet. They're still discovering lots of new dinosaurs. They're still discovering that some of the fossils that they've got in storage are not the species that they thought they were in our whole new species. There's hope that there's dragons. There's hope. There is hope. Yeah, I mean, they haven't even discovered the, all the currently living species. Right. Oh my Yet. <laughs> Yet. There's always the deep sea, and the deep sea <laughs> scares like, me. Even, <laughs> even the species on land. They haven't discovered all the land-dwelling species either. Right. They're still discovering new birds. Right. So, they're still science. <laughs> Sci-fi Edwin. fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> Edwin. Yes. What up? What have you been up to? I've been, I've been playing as much as I can. I haven't actually played quite a bit lately, just because I got so busy this week but i have been playing a lot of old video games old computer games like we're talking about like early 90s games fmv full motion video games that's right you know i was playing I, i was playing a video game with uh what's his name um Who's that guy who's, um, what's his name? He's an English actor. He was, he was a comedian. He was part of the Monty Python group. Crap. 
Anyways, I was playing John Gabriel Knights and he was a voice actor <laughs> in Gabriel Knights. That's right, Gabriel Knights, 1993. So 90s. Point and click. <laughs> and those were the good times. Yeah, and it's. I went. I played the entire Gabriel Knights series. I played the. Um, I played. I'm th- right now. I'm between two games: Mist and Atlantis. Be Beyond Atlantis. I played the first Atlantis games, Atlantis: The Lost Tales, which is quite honestly, they did a pretty good job at voice acting on that game. Um, animation, not so much. The animation, it looked like everybody was having like some kind of like a like a like a seizure attack. Like <laughs> seizure. It was not good. Like they kept moving around and stuff like that while they were talking. It was not. Oh, are you talking like the? You're talking about the the. Oh, what was it? There was a woman who really looked like she had to pee every time you talked. Yeah, to her. that's the one. It, like they just kept moving, like 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 gesturing around and stuff like that. It looked like they just. <laughs> it got annoying, like like. In the beginning of the game, and I had to just like, you know, just deal with it because it's just it's it's like what were they thinking <laughs> back then, back then? It was a good storyline, good voice acting, but the quality was just not there. <laughs> like the animation was just not there. <laughs> they were trying to work with it because that was a... when did the first computer come out? Go out first computer like yeah. what we know of as today yeah, what we know of yeah like the 1970s okay yeah but then that was like graphical that was even graphical that was like text like mm-hmm. dos type dos 1.0 yeah, i think the 90s there was this uh si- this series of videos where they were actually you know looking to see what 3d animation was was capable of it was um I think it was called Mind's Eye Video or something like that. Hmm. Where it was just basically a test of different um, 3D animation techniques and set to music. And they were really cool videos. But, yeah. Well, they started making like 3D, 3D games like... They tried to do 3D games and they were sort of cheating at it. You know, but they were still using like 2D gro- like chips. I forgot what was it like Star Fox was like like a was like a 32 and they were trying to make it look a little 3D yeah, so by computer the way that, animation yeah like like dimensional computer animation like what yeah. we think of today as computer animation yeah I mean low poly counts yeah it wasn't really <laughs> it wasn't really until like what 3d effects chips came out when we started actually getting 3d F- 3ds and video games mm-hmm. and you know silicon graphics was doing a lot of stuff you know if you've seen a movie like jurassic park or anything in the early 90s late 80s guess what it was probably done with silicon graphics workstations using 3d 3d chips it's they were known in the industry except for the parts where jurassic park used puppets instead yeah that too <laughs> Oh, we're not. T- we're not telling yeah. that. Anyways, <laughs> Sorry. I'm, anyways, I'm, I'm just on dinosaurs today. Apparently, it's yeah, okay. and yeah. I mean, I had to get like I went on good old games, found a lot of these games. I had I actually started like going through my stash of old video games that 
I've had for a long time and had to boot up. I had to create a, like virtual machines of like Windows 3.1 and DOS just to run them. <laughs> and um, it's right. I went down the rabbit hole of trying to actually get DOS to work on a modern computer without <laughs> using DOSBox. I know I could use DOSBox, but guess what? DOSBox can only get you so far and it doesn't look nearly as good if you try to run it in the actual DOS. So, wow, and I, actually, DOS. I actually had a good, I went and got a, a buddy of mine actually um, gave me a CRT monitor. Yeah. That's right. I got a CRT monitor again just to run these old games. I got a, I rebuilt a, a I rebuilt a machine that's running Windows XP and 98 SE. So. <laughs> Wow, you know, you know, all this talk about all those old games just makes me like think, like, what was your first video game that you can remember? Mickey Mouse Capades. What was that? Mickey Mouse Capades. Mickey Mouse Capades. I remember a game. <laughs> I think it's called Number Munchers. Oh, I played oh, Number yeah. Munchers. Oh, and I think there I'm... was a. There wasn't there like an alphabet. Oh yeah, there was there was word munchers. Yeah, there was word munchers. Good old. Oh, now I'm now I'm remembering other games that I played as a kid. Good old Mech. Trail and. Those are all Mech games. Oh, what what's what's his what's that name? Q Q Q. Cubert. Cubert. That was for the Atari. They had it on computer too, because that's how I played it. Yeah, they did port on on the computer. But they had a, what is it? Um, yeah, the first mo- the first video game I can remember ever playing, like actually liking, was Wonder Boy on the Sega Master System. <laughs> like that's right, the red, <laughs> the red and black cartridges. And I think... yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, I think I think the very very first video game that I can remember, I don't even know if it's an actual like game that was sold. But and because it came in a floppy disk, I think, <laughs> and it was like it was a math game. It had something to deal with balloons and ice cream. If, no, no, it was all <laughs> balloons. It was all balloons, and it was very like elementary. Yeah. But back then, I was a kid, so this was like perfect. Was it a mech game? I really don't remember. Please I don't. don't. Remember. I don't remember. I don't, there was one game that I played. If I'm pretty sure it was a math game. Where it was like an ice cream factory or something like that. And I can't remember anything <laughs> about it else other than that. Just a, just to a, just a back up here a little bit, Oregon Trail. Uh-huh. I think everybody knows what Oregon everybody Trail is. Everybody knows okay? Oregon Trail. Here's a, here's, a little, here's a little history for you. I went, one of my professors in college, in IT, right? He ran mech. And he was involved with Number Munchers. And he was also involved, I think he had, he wasn't entirely involved with Oregon Trail, but he knew, he knew the guys who did that. And one of the people who I wrote, who I, I, I worked with at a previous job, he wrote the text for Oregon Trail. He was the guy who wrote... So and so has dysentery, (laughs) 
and I have a picture <laughs> yeah. of him and I somewhere in one of my things. And I just, I was just like odd that I was working with this guy who was, who was part of Mech and wrote Oregon Trail. And this is one of the most notorious lines. Yes. Yep. Yo, so and so is bitten by a snake. You know, yeah. <laughs> all yeah. of those. So. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, Mac Minnesota Educational Computing Consortium based here in Minnesota, in Roseville. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, it was based here. And um, everybody who went to to public, you know, public school in Minnesota knew about the white boxes with the Mac games in them. Yep. So... <laughs> Anyways, that's a little rabbit hole, but I just, I was just like, I just remembered like just having these conversations with the, with the, with the dude who, who wrote the, who wrote the text for it. <laughs> okay, Pam, well, we've talked about what we've been up to. What have you been up to? <laughs> well, since we're on the topic of games and I think this is going to be a, an episode like <laughs> game related, um, I actually tried a game. A new game that isn't Animal Crossing. I know, shocker. Um, Big shocker. I know. So I, I got a code to try out this new game, and this game actually just got released. I think today. I think. So it's called Turnip. Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. I am intrigued. So. <laughs> So this could be, uh, you could get it through Steam, you could get it through for the Switch, or you could get it through the iOS, which, whatever. Um, so I was able to do a, a short demo of it. And it if you really like um, those old Zelda games, like it's the top-down, and it's just simple oh, controls. Oh, 8-bit, like the 8-bit yeah. stuff, yeah. It's okay. it's those types of mechanics. It looks very cute. Um, the sounds, um, the sound bites are are also as cute. So the story is is that um, your turn. You play as Turnip Boy, and apparently you commit tax evasion. You work for Mister. I forgot what his name. Mister Onionhead or something. And he's like, well, since you didn't pay your taxes, you have to do some tasks for me. And so he sends you about, you grow certain things. I think one of it was, uh, you found a watering can that someone was supposed to, uh, you were supposed to uh, like return to, to its rightful owner, but you decide to keep it instead because you need it in order to grow a, like a sword. So you're stealing too? <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay. I have to mention this. If you're typically, if you typically play like a lawful good character like me, who, are, who always plays a paladin in D and D, oh yeah, you're not good. Because okay, so throughout the game, you find like receipts, you find uh, manuals on how to do your taxes, you find a wanted poster that has your name on it, and your reward is apparently a dollar. Um, so all you gotta do is go around and you you have two options. You could either read the, what the document says and or you rip it up. There's no option of just leaving it be. You just rip it up. And I later learned that it is part of your quest to rip up all the documents regarding of taxes and whatnot in the game. So again, yes, 
you will not be playing a lawfully good character. <laughs> okay, I'm just watching. I just pulled it up here. You can you're battling something? Yeah. So you have a sword, and apparently you could use that sword to uh, kill snails uh, and pigs and other stuff too. But uh, that was all the demo that 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 was all that the demo can uh, that let me play with. And apparently, you use the watering can to water bomb plants. Oh my! And you have to be careful because if you water it once. Uh, and then you acquire some boots, however. You water it once, you're able to kick the bomb, like, wherever. And it's kind of like part of the puzzle. However, if you water it twice, you... It basically blows up in your face, and you don't want that. <laughs> Dude, so, you also have to do... You also have to be mindful of your controls, because me, being an, a beginner, you know, gamer, I always get my controls mixed up. <laughs> so, uh, there have been instances where I blew myself up a few times. <laughs> um, These are but like yeah. One... Um, I feel like I, mean... I had like a like a dream about this when I was like sick. Okay. <laughs> you dreamt like, that you were a turnip boy or? or? Something like this. It looks like something like you would dream of. It looks like a fever dream? A fever dream. 8-bit <laughs> fever dream. This looks like a fever dream. Like I, and... like what the heck? Like this looks like, like... Like who? Okay, the developer is Snoozy Kazoo. Snoozy Kazoo. <laughs> Even like, what are you on, complete. man? <laughs> or, or or people or whoever. I mean, um, I enjoyed it. I mean, and the good thing about this game is that it's a short game. And yeah, well, you just perfect. played the you just played the demo though, right? I played the demo. There's more to it, but um, I watched a couple of like review uh, videos of it, and they did say that it'll take about like two to three hours for you to complete the whole entire whole entire game if you just played straight played it straight through. Okay. Which is fine for me because I I have a short attention span when it comes to games, so that was okay. Um, but yeah, if you guys are looking for a very cute, uh, like reminiscent game of Zelda but not Zelda and you want to commit tax evasion and kill snails this is up your alley <laughs> there's like a king pig or something yep that was fun <laughs> the king pig the king pig oh and you also get to wear hats oh my gosh this just looks like this is Oh, okay. I I mean, I'm willing to try it, definitely. I mean, it's very positive. 221 people said that it was very positive. Mm -hmm. So, I'm always willing to try something new, even though it looks like a fever dream. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sure. So, so, yeah, that was what I... I actually tried that last night, and I had fun. Oh, boy. Okay. Cool! <laughs> Uh, that's <laughs> so that's on Steam. Looks like it's twenty. At this, so it's, the time of this recording, it's it's twenty percent off. Yep. So, so is so is the Switch version. Both well, are on sale. Noise. <laughs> yeah, I might I might get the, get it for the Switch just because <laughs> it probably looks it'll probably look better on Switch. Okay. Well. <laughs> awesome stuff. Uh, we let's change gears though. Angela's bad at segues, bah ha ha. Uh, it's time for us to shut up and listen. 
Someone has something going on. Is that really a thing? Oh, wait a minute. That's not the right one. That is the purpose of this meeting, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education. Okay, so since we are on the topic of games, um, I actually found an interesting article um, while I was perusing uh, the John Hopkins newsletter. Apparently, there is a company called Ackley. I think that's what you how you say it, Ackley, A-K-L-I, Interactive. And what they are is that they are um, science, science and tech... Uh, production company they work alongside uh like doctors and i found a let's see here a statnews.com uh article that was posted on april 7th that says that Ackley's therapeutic video game will be tested as a treatment for covid brain fog hmm I'm wondering what kind of video game this is. It doesn't really show <laughs> what you do. I don't think. And they they do in their uh in their website, they do say that their their type of medicine is called digital medicine. Interesting. It sounds like therapy. Oh, yeah. In a way it is. It sounds like it sounds like therapy that you would like yeah it it's kind of i imagine it's probably kind of a cognitive therapy yeah that's because mm-hmm. brain brain fog is definitely related to cognitive behaviors and, and cognitive processing so yeah it, it sounds to me like a cognitive therapy to help you know rebuild what that fog has broken down yeah so they say here there's a little section here that says we're bringing together world-class neuroscience with the latest technology and video game entertainment to challenge the status quo of medicine our digital medicine is not delivered through a pill or syringe but rather through a proprietary and captivating video game experience i would love i'd I'd like to see them if they are going to do something like this i assume they just they've started already oh yeah it's they're working alongside scientists and doctors. Yeah, they monitoring need... these, you know, COVID patients. Yeah, they're gonna. I mean, I, I, it would be interesting to see what their, what the, um, the trial results are because, because, I mean, that's the thing about, about like the you know like if we take a medicine right if you take a pill or something like that you're going that, that, thing has gone through like tests and tests and tests and trials and stuff like that. I think we've seen that with like the COVID vaccines, what we've been hearing with them where like they had to do like trials, mm-hmm. making sure it's safe and that sort of thing. You know, I would imagine mm-hmm. if this is going to be like a thing, right. And not like, you know, like what do you call it? Like, like just brain games or something like that. I'd love to I, see the, the 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 trial test results because, you know, and and how it is because, I mean, it sounds like a cool concept, right? But, mm-hmm. I mean, are we gonna chalk this up as to like not evaluated by not evaluated by the FDA? Like I see, like in you know, like a lot of like alternative medicine type stuff and. 
probably, you know. probably not FDA, but but definitely CDC. Yeah, or something like some kind of like well-established like regulatory thing. Because I mean, I'd love to play video games to get my you know to get my brain fog, but I want to know it if it's gonna you know like if it's been tested like not. It seems like a lot of like therapy that just may not work, you know. Well, this is still in the early stages. Yeah. I mean, COVID, it's still, it's pretty a novel virus. Yeah. That's mutating. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And it's sounding like they're looking to, rather than improve cognitive function of a brain, they're trying to restore what's, what's been damaged by covid like get those get those neural pathways reestablished and you know you know, get get the function back up to as close to where it used to be as possible i don't think it's one that's going to improve it beyond where it used to be but yeah i there's a lot of science in this that you know for me i don't understand mm-hmm. right but I mean, I play, I mean, I used to play a lot of like brain games in the past. Oh God. Yes. You know what I mean? Like they're like the early Nintendo, uh, on the DS or whatever. Yeah. That, you know, that there was like one that you paid, you paid for that was like mm-hmm. clinically tested or something like that. And they claimed clinically yeah, tested. And I'm it not turned sure out, I believe it. Yeah. I wasn't sure, but I just remember like PBS was sort of like was a p well they were like they had like a like a donation to like not pbs but like npr so i tried it once as a trial and then later on it it was it was disputed that if if it actually worked or not yeah you know and that's what i feel like like i hope it works and i hope it actually does a thing you know but i i if they're gonna do it like you know, like for as a therapy, I I want them to go through some kind of val- of evaluation. Mm-hmm. You know, of so, course, of course, yeah. yeah. As of now, there is there are no current like approved treatments for cognitive cognitive impairments. But I honestly think that you know, I if you just consider video games as <clears throat> As kind of just like as a term, this is actually something that actually is positive. Yeah, that goes yeah. towards video games because lately, you know, there's still a debate whether if video games are causing people to be violent or whatever, and there's still nothing to really link it. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's not get through that. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> because I'm just that's saying, that's like one. It's one of those topics where it's very. It, it's it's a very deep. Deep, it's a deep dive. Debate, yeah, debate I for one, I for one, I think it's just BS. But but anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying. But okay, so back to this. Back to this. This is just only a. a I like the video game part where it's more of problem solving. Yeah. Yeah. Because some video games are aimed to solve problems, and this isn't the first time that video games are in the medical, uh, in the oh, medical no. field. Oh no. People actually use video games as a way of trying to solve medical issues, medical problems. Yeah, they use it as they use it as a um, they use it as a, uh, a diagnostic tool, like a like a triage tool. 
Also, mm-hmm. video so. games have already been proven to improve hand-eye coordination in, in certain individuals. Oh, yeah. So it, it has proven some benefit. So, so I'm that. just saying We're- that 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 this that this article actually sheds a positive light on video games mm-hmm. and also hope for those that you know are struggling with the long-term effects of covid yeah yeah Let's... well i hope i hope it's i hope it's successful because i would love to see see something like that for for not just like covid for anything like that causes like that particular thing, like not just you know, like for brain fog, like maybe it's something that for for other other uses, or like, like memory loss, like dementia or something, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, yeah, there's a there's a whole world of possibilities for video games used to treat uh, mental health issues, but for now we have something else I'd like to get into. So Edwin's, I think Edwin had a question for us. So Edwin, let us tell you. A th- let me tell you a thing. Is that really a thing? What was my question? Read the notes. <laughs> I don't have it open. I'm sorry. Twitch. Twitch. <laughs> oh, lazy gamers. Oh, no, I'm a lazy gamer. No. <laughs> All right, Edwin. Here's, here's the notes. No, 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 I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. So, um... Oh, I can't read that. <laughs> he can't. Do you want I me to say it? That. Okay, here we go. So my question is, um, why is uh okay? So I read this. I read this um article. This was actually a while back, but I saved it because I felt like, you know, this is like in my like they were some of the people who are being ridiculed about this is like, this is me. Right. Cause I feel like I'm a, you know, I play on easy mode. I don't care what anybody says. You know what? I'm not there to like tear my hair out trying to figure out a thing, but Twitch streamers are sick of being shamed for playing on easy. Why is difficulty shaming a thing right now? Why is that like a, like seriously, I'm a lazy gamer. I like walkthroughs. I like strategy guides. Yes, I pay for the strategy guides way back when, even when I was in, I was playing Zelda and Secret of Mana and. Okay, you know what I think it is. Like Twitch streamers are going through to show people, hey, I like this game. I'm playing this game for the first time. I'm here for the fun of it, and people are going to Twitch to watch the game, to be impressed. And so you've got two completely different goals between the streamers and the watchers. <clears throat> and I think that's where it's stemming from. People are going online to to watch people do impressive stunts, impressive feats, you know, get past that really, really hard spot in a game that they haven't been able to get past or to see if another a streamer is better than them or worse than them and then they find out these streamers are playing on the easy setting to ju- to just get through the game and show their viewers hey this is a cool game the people who play on hard i've seen people play on hard you know and like what was a difficulty brutal difficulty and getting all like the secret you know the secret stuff or whatever like the all the easter eggs 
And the first thing that comes into my mind, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, this guy has way too much time on his hands. Yeah. (laughs) Like, seriously. A streamer, if they're streaming games, they've got a lot more going on than just that, usually. So. Like, I play it on easy mode because I'm a story guy. I'm all about story. If it, I mean, I rank, I rank video games by how well can you capture, you know, gameplay and story, right? Mm -hmm. That's why I don't really like online games because there's like really no story in an online game. I mean, yes, you can battle me on that. You know, the other is, you know, really, you're gonna tell me like World of Warcraft, the story. The story in World of Warcraft now, is going to beat the story on... Now, Final Fantasy XIV, though, that does have a story. It takes a while to get through it, but it does have a story. Yeah, but it's nowhere near... It takes a while. It takes a while. Like, like I thought a, I thought a, like a Stephen King book was long. <laughs> you know? Like, no. Go go try to get through it. If they put Final Fantasy XIV story in book form, it'd be like an encyclopedia of Britannica. It's it's too long, <laughs> you know. But easy mode to me, I feel like it's acceptable, and that means that to me, you know, I've got more stuff going on in my life than having to like pull my hair up, pull my hair out, and get frustrated in the video game. Once I get frustrated in the video game, I probably won't pick it up ever again. <laughs> yeah. Pam, what do you think? Do you play on easy mode? I just play... I typically just start with whatever mode is the default, which I would assume is normal. I typically don't change, like, the difficulty levels on games because I never actually finished a game. <laughs> actually, no. I, no, that's a lie. I've, I've actually finished the Lion King Sega Genesis game multiple times in every difficulty level. And they're all, you know what? And they're all enjoyable. Nice. And, and that's that's a matter of, you know, a challenge level that's, you know, entertaining to you. That's, yeah. That's your own personal entertainment. But if you're in it for something else, you might not want to go more difficult. You- I mean, I know someone, I know someone who played Halo, like, <clears throat> and put it on the most extreme level. And he would keep on, of course keep on dying and he would regen continue die regen and all that stuff and then after he got the hang of it he would actually change the difficulty back to normal and he would just just get it done yeah some people do it that way as well um i mean i i i'm not really i'm not really one to watch people stream but it's another platform kind of like tiktok and with every platform there's always going to be naysayers every platform has its own variety of trolls yeah Yeah. i think i mean the people who are shaming you know you know the streamers are playing easy i mean to me it's like if you don't like it go somewhere else if you don't right. like you know? it, stream yourself. Yeah, playing. or if you don't like it, stream yourself. Or you're like having to like like 
crap all over like I mean, other streamers for. I mean, I'm in the process of, you know, debating whether I want to stream gameplay myself. And I'm not an experienced gamer. And you know what? At one point, that was everyone else. It was a gamer with no experience. Yeah. Everyone starts there. Mm-hmm. We can't all be experienced expert gamers. That's actually, you know what? That's not that's not a goal for me. For me, I was just, I just want to enjoy a game. Mm-hmm. And you guys can watch me fail. And we'll both laugh and have fun. One of the most enter- one of the most entertaining um, streamers that I I watch like was playing through like these just crazy scary games. We're talking about like Resident Evil oh. Seven, <laughs> Outlast Two, <laughs> like all these really just just crazy, you know. And it's and it's hard, you know. And it's it's scary, and. And he go he pushes and he freely admits that he hates scary games, and he's he yelling like still. yeah and he's yelling like a little girl like most of the time. But he does and it still because it's entertaining. It's entertaining. It's, I think it's a laugh riot, you know. And you know what? He plays it on easy mode because he's like like I'm gonna try to get this through past this like as you know without <laughs> you know like there was like certain areas where he's just like. I can't play this. You know, I can't play this. Like, I think, I think, I think the stream is done now, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, you know, and he, he really admits that he's, so, he, he's really bad at the, that, at those kind of video games where you have to like solve a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's like sitting there going like, he's looking through like walkthroughs. He's looking through like, he's asking like the chat rows, like, what do I do here? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, and I think it was like the most entertaining thing because because it's interactive even for the chat room because we're like sitting there trying to figure out and like there's a bunch of people in that chat room are going through like walkthroughs too (laughs) you know and helping them out and it's it is the most entertaining thing i've ever seen on twitch and there was no shaming and there was no nothing i mean i don't understand some of these people who are like getting who are shaming gamers just move on like like I, I feel like if I'm gonna do a a, a Twitch stream, I'm gonna just put like a big disclaimer at like you know if you don't like easy mode, don't even bother coming in here. Right. <laughs> you know. And actually, there are some some people watch those uh, streamers to try to you know if they get stuck in a particular like part of a game. Sometimes they watch uh, people stream that game so that they know like what to do next because they're stuck on a game yeah and sometimes it's easier to solve it on an easy setting than a hard setting and that's perfectly acceptable i think that is perfectly acceptable whatever can get you through a game to make it entertaining and fun for you to me you know stop trolling gamers (laughs) (laughs) okay just stop let them have their fun you have your fun somewhere else yeah Unless they're unless you know who's streaming and they're and, and they're buddies and you yeah. know them and you, you can, and you oh, talk about octopuses. You can, <laughs> yeah, only troll people who you're actually friendly with and they know you're just teasing and being yeah. friendly. Hi, hi, Raelia. <laughs> hi, hi. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, if, if you're going to troll, troll people who are going to be okay with it. Yeah. Don't troll complete strangers. <laughs> yeah. 
be nice. Okay. Anyways, that we was a good discussion. food to talk about. Let's talk about food. But regardless of the style or type of restaurant, they all have one thing in common, and that is the serving of food. It's still fresh, but I'll take only what I need. They've got to last. Okay. So we had our challenge, uh, the Shakopee and Woodbury map challenge. Uh, I guess we'll start it this time. Okay, so Shakopee is one of the southern suburbs. Shakopee. Shh, whatever. <laughs> I've always said Shakopee. Um, is one of the southern suburbs, third tier suburbs in the Minneapolis side of the Twin Cities. Uh, that's completely opposite from us, pretty much. And there's they're they're down there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went to a restaurant called Bravis. Bravis, my modern street food. Me- Mexican modern seafood. It's street Mexican. Food. Yeah, Mexican. Yeah, yeah. It, it it focuses on Mexican street food. Yeah. Okay. And. It's first of all, um, trying to find this place was actually quite difficult <laughs> because because they're in downtown Shakopee in the old part of Shakopee, like in their old in their if you go in and and it I thought they were on the main no they're not they're like on the corner of the main off <laughs> off of another road and it's a small little place. Right, and okay. they have like an open kitchen, and there's tables in there. And there's people, and you know, this is people are are dining in now. Even though I don't think they were at fifty, they were there was quite a bit of people in there. So, anyways, okay. <laughs> um, so we did take out. We did take. We out. did take out, and it was a long drive <laughs> <laughs> back. So there was this food. Next to me in the car, that was smelling absolutely delicious. With what's that drink? That milk drink that you My get? horchata. The horchata was in the cup holder, and I was just staring at. It. <laughs> you know, during stoplights, of course, because I'm thinking I was debating whether I should just drink it. <laughs> it's a long drive. It was like was it? It was like a forty minute drive, like thirty five miles away from from where we live. Um. And we ate it, and what did you get? I got the chicken taquitos. Hmm. Okay. And you got... A chilequiles? Something completely spicy that I wasn't expecting? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it looks like chilequiles. Chilequiles. With, With the steak, the carne asada. Carne is, yeah, steak. I always go for steak. Which wasn't really steak. It wasn't really steak. I'm sorry, Edwin. That was the thing that was a, I was bumming about where it was like, it wasn't really steak. When I think of steak, I think of like, you know, like cut steak. It was it was ground I, beef. I, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry, Edwin. Sorry. Anyways, what did you think? Okay. For me, I really, really liked the flavors of... I'm sure if it wasn't such a long drive, the the tortillas would have been a little crispier and 
it probably would have been even better. But even then, I I like the flavors. The horchata was refreshing. Uh, holy cow, there was a little more cinnamon to it than I was expecting, but it was still really good. And um, hmm. okay. Overall, I think I would give it a high sixteen. Okay. So, I also may have ordered some extra cheese sauce to go on top. <laughs> That's fine. Edwin, what are your thoughts? I'm giving mine an 11. Edwin! <laughs> I took a bite of yours. I thought it tasted good. It wasn't. If you're going to say steak, it better be steak. This was not steak. This was ground beef. Ground beef is not steak. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, no, I mean, no matter how you cut it. All right, but okay. <laughs> besides that, I mean, and it was the rest of the stuff? so spicy. Like Edwin was not expecting. I wasn't expecting. Yeah, like I couldn't even eat all of it because it was just like my mouth was burning. And maybe I should have had some more chocolate because it definitely needs some kind of starch milk. <laughs> it was so hot. <laughs> Didn't they didn't they notate that on the menu or? I don't, I don't think there I don't think there was much note of what was wasn't much particularly note. spicy. Yeah, I was looking okay. at it on their website and that's how we ordered it, but Okay. It was just I don't know. Like I've had chilaquiles before and it just it was it was a little salty. The the the, the meat wasn't right. And it was really spicy, and there wasn't really any kind of like like sauce to go with it. I think you got all the sauce in yours. There was even like, uh, like I don't know, like it had it had rice and beans, <laughs> you know. Okay. So I don't know. I was just a little disappointed just because it was just. You know, like, when I think of, like, beef steak, I think of beef steak, you know? I've been to places where when you say, I'd like steak, it's actual, like, cut steak. hmm You know? And this wasn't. Okay. Like, this was just... <laughs> I mean... It... Edwin was sorely disappointed. Ah. I was not nearly as disappointed. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, to me, I think it was just an 11. Like, I just didn't... He, he was disappointed. I wasn't really impressed. And just the fact that. I mean, would you, would you, would you be up for trying, trying that place again, but ordering something else? I think I'd probably go for, yeah, if I go there, I'd probably just stick to like the street tacos. Cause that's what they were known for. I should have just done that, but I just wasn't really feeling tacos today. <laughs> Hmm. so he mostly got it because i was feeling the mexican food yeah (laughs) there was there was a place called mr pig that we were gonna go to right and it was literally like as soon as you entered shakopee like downtown shakopee it was there with ample parking this place i parked quite yeah i parked like a couple blocks out just because there wasn't any parking Hmm. of course this was during the lunch lunchtime when i got this oh <laughs> so okay anyways that was our that was our experience <laughs> <I've been learning. laughs> yeah, okay so i i would be happy to go there again but yeah just order <laughs> something else edwin 
Is, yeah. And get some horchata, horchata. Yeah, no kidding. Anyways, where'd you go, Pam? So, okay, so we went, we had Woodbury. And, um, and Woodbury is in the east. Like southeast. It's, it's like east of South St. Paul. Would uh, you say? It's east of St. Paul. It's just south of 94. I mean, you pass it while you get to you. You'll pass it when you go to Wisconsin. You know, when you're head over to Wisconsin, Woodbury is just right there. Anyways, it's an east. It's an okay. east suburb of St. Paul. Yes. So, so the place that we went to is called the New Woodbury Cafe. Very original, right? Okay. Very well, anyway. original. <laughs> I was just perusing through these restaurants in Woodbury, and I chose this because I found their menu items interesting they typically serve uh, breakfast breakfast and lunch they're usually closed after like three i think um so but okay so i have to pull up their menu because when i read it i'm like yes this is the place so on their menu um there's like pineapple upside down pancakes chocolate chip cookie dough pancakes Pumpkin pancakes, caramel apple wit- crisp waffles, um, a spicy Cajun Benedict. Oh, my. That sounds good. When we Wall-eye go there. breakfast. It's kidding. Tex-Mex and, and all that. There's also lunch, too. And I want, and there's also sandwiches, too, uh, sandwiches and burgers. But I wanted to try their breakfast because I read that. I'm like, oh, yes. And what's... <laughs> Also, a plus worth mentioning, I should say, that they also have actual real maple syrup. Oh, nice. And they also have uh, gluten-free bread for those, you know, that need to watch out for that. Um, So my husband chose the pineapple upside-down cakes because he's the pineapple freak. (laughs) And I tried the caramel apple crisp waffle. A lot of sugar. So we we had to we had to order some protein to counteract with the sugar. So we <laughs> add we had a couple of uh, wasn't was it eggs? I think we had eggs and we also had uh, bacon. So um, Edward is ca- drooling. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, so, like, so we actually we did have the option to dine in but we didn't feel comfortable in it so we just ate in the car um the cap the caramel apple crisp was mine and uh, you know it's exactly as it tasted it was it was and i believe i also got the real maple syrup i think we both did and it was delish if you like if you like sugary uh breakfast this is it <laughs> although i was thinking you know if you were to serve this with like like vanilla ice cream that would work too <laughs> see my one one of my one of my like standards for a good breakfast place mm-hmm. one of one of my stats for a good breakfast place and the first question i always ask do they, do they serve real maple syrup if the answer to that is yes then that's an automatic 80%. <laughs> okay? Because I'm sorry. Like, if once you go, like, maple, 100% maple, real maple syrup, you don't really go back 
to Mm-mm. breakfast mm. syrup or whatever the heck that is, right? It's maple flavored syrup or maple flavored whatever the heck goo that <laughs> that they decide to put on. Imposter. Yeah. <laughs> Like what was it like? One of the, my my favorite places to eat for breakfast. You know, you have to put, spend like an extra three dollars for real maple syrup. I will spend that three dollars for real maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> so. And you know, it's exactly what it is. It was a you know huge waffle with uh, slices of apple, caramel drizzled on top of it, along with the syrup. <sighs> that was good. It was it was sugary. But it was good. It was worth the drop, the one hour drive. Um, <laughs> there's also so it's the same thing with also the pineapple upside down cakes that my husband ordered. This, the pancakes, um, there were actual pineapple chunks in the pancakes. Nice. Oh, man, this. That's... So if you like pineapple, that's you. I don't, and my husband actually liked it. However, we did need needed to eat that egg and protein or else we would have been shaky for the rest of the day um the eggs and the bacon were your standard there was nothing out nothing outstanding about it the pineapple upside down pancake uh, breakfast staples huh it's a breakfast staple (laughs) so the pineapple upside down pancakes and the caramel apple crisps uh we gave it um a 16 which is high we typically don't go for the have the sugary breakfast we usually go for like the protein side but i would have to say that what you ordered is what you expected nice so so how does this how does this compare to the sunrise cafe or or what was that place over on sunrise cafe the one at 394 that we went to oh good day cafe good day cafe that's the one good day cafe um i still prefer good day cafe again that's because they good day cafe doesn't have these well is in terms of a breakfast place i see uh with good day cafe you i, I prefer going to that one because i get scrambled eggs and they are i don't know this one is more like the whole if you are looking for like a sugary breakfast go there Huh, okay. If you're looking for a healthy breakfast, go, go to Good Day Cafe. Okay. I need to go try this place out because I'm just like watering over Ed- there. <laughs> I know, but Edwin, order your protein, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> I will order my protein. <laughs> Definitely. I'm a big bacon and sausage guy. Okay. And also, <laughs> um, yeah, I gave, also gave my uh, caramel apple crisp waffle a 16. Um as, and I and I and I do recommend it. I I will plan on going back there to try their lunch, because there uh there was like a like a walleye sandwich. I love my fish, and there's a walleye sandwich that I wanted to try. Oh my gosh! <laughs> walleye sandwich. Oh. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about the next challenge. So Angela's right, got, got next challenge here. Okay. With the weather starting to warm up, finally, well, we're having a little bit of a cool spell, but weather is warming up, so I'm wanting to look at things that are sweet and refreshing, like things that you would want to eat outside particularly, but mostly sweet and refreshing. Give me a, give me a, 
an example. Like an example. All right. Um, sweet and refreshing is not cake. <laughs> Cakes tend to be heavy, full of frosting, total sugar, just like weigh you down, right? Mm-hmm. Um, fruit salad can be refreshing. Okay. Um, a nice light fruit crisp can be refreshing or even a fancy lemonade can be refreshing i just want something sweet and refreshing for warmer weather okay because you we we all know as minnesotans summer is around the corner even though spring just begun (laughs) yep gosh really because it was like 30 degrees outside like a week ago (laughs) i know right (laughs) it was 70 the week before that it's it was snowing what was that this morning or the day yesterday no well today was raining and supposedly it's gonna snow again this on sunday don't say that (laughs) (sighs) and this time it's not coming from canada thanks canada for not sending us this snow you import to the east. <laughs> you can import your you. maple syrup, but not your snow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so something sweet and refreshing. Something sweet no and cake. refreshing. No it's, cakes. It, uh, it could be cake if you can find a cake that sounds light and refreshing. Okay. Uh, is there like any limitations or something that's off, like totally off? Um, ice cream is probably just like. Well, that's just a. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I, ice I, cream is ice cream is sweet and refreshing, but it's it's just kind of it's ice cream. It's always there. What happens right. if you What happens if you make the ice cream from scratch? Make a sorbet and then we'll talk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so there ice it is. Cream. So for next episode, we will report in on our. Sweet and refreshing summer, spring, 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 summer, whatever, spring, Spring, summer, summer. whatever. Minnesota doesn't. It's just a mesh. Yeah, (laughs) the sweet and refreshing challenge. All right. Well, we're gonna call it a night there. Yeah. Like I said, I'm still reeling from second shot side effects. So. Get your COVID shot. Yes, I know we're talking about like, like we're dying it, over here, but it's, it's worth it's, it. It's a relief knowing that in two weeks, if I decided to go somewhere, I could. Yes. But. We've already got our plans on where the heck we're going. Yeah. So. <laughs> Not going anywhere just yet anyway, but. Yeah. Like. I want, I want the 80%. I want the 80%. Uh vaccine vaccination shots because i think that's the only time we're gonna stop wearing freaking masks in public it so all right edwin cue and music yeah i do i am oh there it is (laughs) anyway thanks again everybody for joining us on our episode today my name is angela you can find me on the twitterverse at pleasant doom my name is Pam. I can also be found on Twitter at PandaCatDragon1. I'm also uh, I'm also on Instagram under uh, PandaCatDragon. 
And you can find me at TCDZ Edwin on Twitter, and you can also find my uh, my DIY Edwin stuff that I'm going to start posting, but I can't make anything because it's too darn freaking cold outside. <laughs> so, but I plan to make a bunch of projects that I got free wood. So, so uh, I have to do something with all those plank, uh, those two by fours or one by fours. Whatever so it's going to be it's going to be filling up here pretty soon. So you can find me there at DIY Edwin and again at TCS Edwin and you can also find us on legendcreators.com if you want to drop us a note in the comments please do. Comment, like and subscribe. Yes, I did without <laughs> feeling a bad taste in my mouth. You can also find our Facebook page uh, Legend Creators. And you, you can, can also and you can email oh. us uh, at uh, dungeon diners at gmail.com at gmail.com dungeon diners at gmail.com oh gosh i need a nap all right well <laughs> we're tired guys everyone have a good night have a good night thanks for listening to dungeons dining and dorks good night good night